Life Audio. Welcome to the Crosswalk Devotional. We're glad to have you listening with us. Today's topic is about when God guides you right into a storm. We'll return with the devotional after a brief message from one of our sponsors. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. When God Guides You Right Into a Storm by Christine Perry On the same day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Now, when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. Mark 4, 35-37 Have you ever been following God and one bad thing after another takes place? Have you ever stopped, looked around, and wondered if you missed a sign or took a wrong turn? If so, don't worry, you're in good company. Remember David? David waited 15 years from when he was anointed king to when he became the king. Can you imagine how often he must have asked the Lord, Did Samuel really anoint me to be king? Or was that just a fluke? because Saul doesn't seem to be going anywhere anytime soon. Initially, David had hope. Remember he played in the palace for Saul? No doubt he was encouraged, knowing that he was at least working in the palace and getting acclimated to his surroundings and with Saul and his family. But then, the bottom drops out. King Saul loses it, kicks David out, and then spends considerable time hunting David down to kill him. I'm not sure about you, but I would have questioned. Lord, was that you or am I making something up? Are you sure I'm supposed to be king? Because we're getting further away from any hope of becoming king. What does David do? Well, we have many Psalms to tell us. David poured out his heart to God. Psalm 38, 9 says, Lord, all my desire is before you and my sighing is not hidden from you. Over and over and over, David bears his soul to God. God sustains him, gives him strength, and keeps him steady. Eventually, David becomes king. The Lord was in charge the whole time, just like he was when he told the disciples to go across to the other side. And in the midst of their travels, a storm blows in. Jesus knew this was going to happen. The storm didn't take him by surprise. And friends... Our storms don't take him by surprise either. Intersecting Life and Faith 
So why do you think God allows us to go into a storm? Why did he send the disciples right into the storm? Verse 38 through 41 gives us the answer. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow, and they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly, and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? It was because they were in the storm they saw Jesus' power. If they didn't experience the magnitude of the storm, they wouldn't know the strength of their Savior. Look at the saints before us and tests they went through. Moses spent ample time in the desert, and then over and over and over again, he had to go back to God to see what other signs God wanted to do. Yet God kept hardening Pharaoh's heart. Moses needed this training when he returned to the desert with the Israelites. Moses became closely acquainted with God. If you don't believe me, read Exodus and underline every verse that says, The Lord spoke to Moses. Then God tested Abraham with Isaac. After that trial, Abraham knew God as provider. And after God tests Job, he says, I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes see you. Job 42, 5. It's in the storms. God shows us things about himself that we couldn't learn any other way. He doesn't just want us to know him in theory. He wants us to know him experientially. Further reading. Experiencing God by Henry Blackaby The Crosswalk Devotional is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Everyone wants to change the world. Capital Ministries is doing just that, one heart at a time by creating disciples of Jesus Christ among political leaders in the U.S. and foreign nations. For more than 25 years, founder Ralph Drawlinger has written Bible studies specifically for public servants. Study along with us and learn what the Bible says about capitalism, communism, abortion, same-sex marriage, and other contemporary issues. Subscribe and follow us at lifeaudio.com or search Capital Ministries on your favorite podcast platform.